re 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 ready Check Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, you know it's a go. Okay, I see they going off, but we gon' rewrite it though. That's right, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, you know it's a go. Okay, I see they going off, but we gon' rewrite it though. That's right, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, you know it's a go. Okay, I see they going off, but we gon' rewrite it though. I said Monday, Wednesday, Friday, yeah, you know it's a go. Okay, I see they going off, but we gon' rewrite it though. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Rewriters Room. We are back. Season two is here. It's good to be back with my guys. I missed y'all. I missed potting. My, my second pod. Yeah, yeah, I know I gotta stay busy going, but it's, it's it's good to be back doing this one where we, you know, we are the men with the pen. We re we rebook, rewrite, and yeah, we we have a lot of fun here. It's the boy Armand, you know me. Um what am I now? I have to admit that I kind of relinquished my membership. I was I, I was I was a Braun Strowman stand for a little bit, but I, I had to relinquish my membership. Very lackluster run with the universal title. You know, it was good to see him finally get it, but the moment was not worth the the aftermath. So I've relinquished my Braun Strowman standum. Um, it's good to see Otis improving his his uh, in ring work. I, I will say that. So I'm still you know part of the Otis hive even if we lost the briefcase, but um, that's me, fellas. What's up, man? Uh, what's good, y'all? It's CC, best rapper and producer in the whole wide world. God body, because I consume healthy products and do towel curls. Benevolent uh -huh. servant to the earth and philanthropist in every phrase that Oof. I've been like. Oh, my God. But anything next to me and vote-ass women going to look at him like, whose man is this? I may talk a lot, but I only got one thing to say. Love yourself. Keep going. You are the world. Give all you can. And love Take care of yourself, your body, your people, and your land. Nigga, check, check. That's what it is. Go ahead, Chan Chan. Oh, follow that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> follow that. <laughs> I'm going to follow that. I had a, like, I had a slightly offensive joke calling this the civil rights era because we right. have so many black champions. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, that's the way to follow it. No, Can't that's follow. the way to follow it right there. We have, we have, we have Naja. Yes, Apollo sir. Cruz. Uh-huh. <laughs> We have the Herbiznas. We have Babani. <laughs> this is this is what Marlon. Wait, wait, wait. Say his name of. again. Say his name again. One more time. He's Babani. Yeah. Babani. <laughs> for all my listen, I just want to say right now for all my my Latinx. I, I know some people still say Latino Latinx for, for both Latino and Latinx. However you want to say it. For all y'all motherfuckers right now, I'm so happy for you niggas right now. Mm -hmm. Y'all got, got Garza. Y'all got Bad Bunny. Y'all motherfucking Damian Priest is out here oh, doing baby. what Tess should have did. Oh my God. Oh, not the Tess slander. Oh my I'm not, no, 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 no. It's not Tess. It's like I wanted to see Tess do that. Okay. And it, like, yeah. this is what Damian Priest is clearly like, he's at the point now where it's just like, like he's the show. Like you, it doesn't matter who he's wrestling. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bad Bunny has pyro. Like, and that's, it's, bro, it's like, it's, it's not just it's, any pyro. It's, it's like, <laughs> this is WrestleMania level pyro on Monday nights. Every week we see this. It's like, bro. It's I like was, Sheamus don't have pyro. Like Cesaro don't have pyro. No, fam. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, bro, I, I think, uh, what, I forgot what pay review it was. I, I can't, like, I, I'm sitting here talking to my girl i'm like yo bad bunnies on wrestling or whatever and i'm like yeah they have some, uh you know celebrities on and blah, blah blah then it comes next week and i'm like yo look he's on again like i'm like this is a person you know on a show that you don't watch like this is he's crazy. still here <laughs> and then he's 
bro, to off the top rope, seeing the shirt, I was like, oh, I'm copping. Like, uh, getting that shirt immediately. Like, this is just, it's nuts. This is like, man, they killing it right now. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful time to be a wrestling fan. Before we get into anything, we got to shout out Big Dog CC for the new theme song mm-hmm. that y'all heard. That joint is a bop. That joint is fire. We might have to put that on streaming for y'all to get us <laughs> some coins because it, it is worthy of all of the listens, all of the streams. Don't download it illegally. Download Spotify, <laughs> download Apple, Tidal, nope. Audio Mac, SoundCloud, Google Play, whatever you, even if you use Pandora, stream that joint because it, it, it is worthy of your time. Um, but we definitely want to welcome y'all back to season two. We got a very fun season planned for y'all. We got some new segments to introduce. So we're going to jump right into our pre-write. This is where we're going to talk about our current WWE storylines that we really enjoy. And yeah, just, you know, kind of chop it up about the landscape since we've been away for about a month, month and a half. Um, I know for me personally, Edge coming back and winning the Royal Rumble was, was very, very cool. I mean, if you look at his story over the last year, he returned at Last year's Royal Rumble lasted to the final four, lost, faced Randy Orton at Mania, faced Randy Orton again at Backlash, got injured. So it's just a crazy redemption story for him to come back, enter first in the Royal Rumble. He wasn't supposed to enter first. He, he, he was number two. He was like, nah, I'm coming in first. Randy's starting with me, put Randy out, lasted the entire thing. Randy came back, tried to sneak him. He was like, nah, bro, like you're the Viper, but I'm the master manipulator. I'm the radar superstar. This My time is now, word to John Cena wins the whole thing (laughs) following that he goes to raw nxt smackdown like he's getting hella tv time he's putting people over like the handshake with damian priest was super dope him putting over pete dunn and finn balor was super dope him toying around with roman reigns this is what i wanted to see for roman like it like the 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 roman kevin owens thing was really really good like i thought kevin owens was the most formidable baby face for him. And we thought Daniel Bryan was like the obvious thing for Roman, but Edge is really like getting under Roman's skin and you see that. And I really, really love that. Even if I'm a big Roman fan, I want to see him have, I want to see tension. I want to see conflict. And this is this, and as we know, he picked Roman to face at Mania. Now things are up in the air because Roman is potentially facing Daniel Bryan at, at Fastlane. We have Fastlane. We have to assume Bryan's going to beat Jay Uso um in 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 their steel cage match to determine if he's going to face uh, roman at fast lane but it's looking like it's going to be roman edge at wrestlemania which i think will be really good and i you know previously before the miz cashed in his money in the bank i was like if miz don't cash in at the elimination chamber he's going to cash in after edge beats roman at mania and is the new world champion obviously we saw miz cashed in held the title for nine days lost it to bobby lashley black excellence is here but i'm very excited to see this program between Edge and Roman moving forward because them on the mic against each other has been nothing but heat so far. Damn, Edge, two things about Edge. One, this is this is just a testament to how much of a wrestling fan I, I am. The Royal Rumble, the way he won, I was so happy to see the reversal throw into the ropes come back. And I don't know if you noticed it, but they've been using it almost every week since or whatever. And I was like, they used to use that all the time. Like somebody would go to throw somebody and the other person would reverse it. Like, and that's how he won. Um, speaking of older things coming back, you said a, 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 good, a word that was, I think it was key, that was missing from the WWE, and it was tension. Like, that's like a lot of, most storylines are being driven by that right now. Like, they're keying in on, like, actual emotions, and, like, Edge coming back was, for me, is, like, one of the big things, because I'm just like, you look, everyone should look at how he's talking to people right now. If it was both, like, a regular conversation, 
And then by the time he gets it gets to the end of his like sentences, you're just like, oh, that's what he's here. He's here to say or whatever. So like you have to listen to him every time he talks versus, you know, what we got used to from like 2015 to 2018 was just like, all right, let's see how badly they can read this promo. But, like, <laughs> you know, aside from that, my like, as far as like storylines going on right now, bro, everything is black and brown. I love it, man. This is this is <laughs> beautiful. Her business. Bobby Lashley out here killing it, bro. Like, this is just, man, I, I, it's just, and then also, by the way, I just want to say, I want to hear everything, uh, put a mic on Kofi and Xavier at, at all times. Yes. At all yeah. times. Yes. That's, that's all I got to say. Uh, I think for myself, it's kind of a twofer. Um, first and foremost, kind of like you were saying, CC, I think any statement with Bianca Belair is a statement worth watching. Like, I think she's like, it's, it, I think we're at a good turning, turning point where you're kind of seeing like, where the WWE is going with certain people. Like we had Drew, we had Roman, but now you're seeing like Bianca come up. And I feel like this is the next generation after kind of like the four horsewomen who be like the next kind of generation of like popular. Women. And then the second part to that is that like WWE hasn't, de- doesn't have to like dedicate 45 minutes of their show to like Sting, Big Show, and Shaq <laughs> wrestling because who wants to see that for an hour every week? Mm. So you just, you're free to, you can have Cesaro matches, just throw them in there. Let King Corbin wrestle, because I'd rather watch don't King Corbin. Don't let that nigga come out in jeans again, please. Don't, don't do that again. Look at, like, Sly Stallone. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I think just the way, like, I now we're going to talk about it later. You know, some of the stuff they're doing on the Raw side with, with Oscars is, is shaky. Mm. Best. But mm. Bianca is strong. The match with Sasha is going to be fire. And I just feel like you, you're just seeing like, it's like, I feel like I the same thing when I remember I seen like early, like John Cena, early Brock Lesnar, where it's like, oh yeah, this is, this is it. Like, this is, mm-hmm. this is, this is some special shit we're watching right now. So mm. go quick, real quick, going back to Roman, uh, when he came on SmackDown and then he won and, you know, I don't, I, he kind of said something to the effect of, to the effect of, I make WWE, but also like I'm going to make SmackDown and like, you know, SmackDown is like the brand because I'm here or whatever. And he said that at a time where I felt that Raw was better than SmackDown or, or like not as weak or whatever. It's completely flipped. He might have been right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. SmackDown is has been the A show since he came back. And it, it, and it hasn't been perfect. Like the show opens with a Roman segment. There's a Roman segment in the middle. It closes with a Roman segment or a Jay Uso match. Like he's main event Uso. And it was cool at first when I was like, don't everybody got to face this man in the main event. I'm tired of the super kicks. He hasn't added anything to his moveset. He's an annoying little sidekick. And like, you know, sometimes when him and Roman beat people down, it's, it's fire, but it's just like, man, like, can Jimmy come back? Can Roman like, let him go? And like, can Seth join the family or something? Like, I don't know, man. Like I'm, I'm uh, Jay is just, Jay really was cool. He, he kind of hit his peak when he was facing Roman for the titles. And now I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm tired of Jay. But we're seeing other stars on SmackDown really rise up. Cesaro had a great run. Shinsuke Nakamura was looking real good <laughs> up until, you know, he didn't get the title match. Bianca Belair, as you said, Reginald. Carmella's dude, Reginald, is more is more relevant than Carmella. Like, I, I don't know if Reginald's going to wrestle regularly, but I, I like Reginald. Vince, really let like that Reginald. white woman go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That just came out. I'm so sorry. I I, I don't disagree. Like, I, I, I don't disagree. Like, man, it's but SmackDown has definitely taken the reins as as the A show. I've actually been watching NXT uh, a bit more recently. I, I kind of fell off, with it, but I'm back. I, NXT is on fire. Like, NXT is fire. 
so much good stuff going on right now. You got Finn, Adam Cole, Roddy Strong, and uh, Kyle O'Reilly's little thing they got going. You got uh, the new tag team MSK. You got Carrie uh, Cross. Carrying Cross and, um, and yeah, Cal- and Santos Escobar Cal- grew, that br- grew that beard and was like, Yo, I'm not here to play with you niggas no more. Yeah, he got the little twist fohawk popping too. He think he's doing something. <laughs> he ready, he owes six young money, he ready. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's it's a great, great time to be a wrestling fan. Uh, we're gonna move into our free write segment. This is where we pick some things going on and kind of just book how we would like to see them going. Now there's two big superstars who I'm very intrigued in what their plans could potentially be leading into mania. As we know, it will be another two night mania. They're back in Tampa. They're they're running back the entire theme. They had the weekend is still the the theme song, but with a two night mania and with these shorter run times for the PPVs we've been seeing, like Royal rumble was two hours and 30 minutes. I don't know the last time we've seen a short, Royal Rumble pay-per-view like that was absolutely it was five matches it was the men's the women's Drew versus Goldberg Roman versus KO Sasha versus Carmella that that was it and it, it was great because like everything was good it came and it went but you know two superstars who I'm very interested in what they're going to be doing if they do anything at Mania is Keith Lee and AJ Styles Keith Lee was supposed to be in the triple threat match for the U.S. title at Elimination Chamber he was pulled. Some people think it's an injury. So I, I, th- I think it is an injury. I'm not entirely certain, but he was pulled from the match and John Morrison won the battle Royal and he was in it. Keith Lee hasn't been on TV since. So what would you guys book Keith Lee's program to be, you know, considering the fact that it seems like it's going to be Drew Bobby. Uh, we don't know who Riddle might be facing. So like that could be a potential thing since Keith Lee was supposed to be in the match and they had that backstage interaction before the U S title. But what would you guys book Keith Lee's plans to be for for leading up to mania. Hmm. I think Keith Lee at this point is career. I think if he would have, and like, it does seem like I'm not sure if the injury is kayfabe, but that's the reason they're giving just like looking over the internet. Um, I think at this point, if he comes back in time, realistically, I would like to see him in whether it's for the U S title, intercontinental title, whatever the multi-man kind of like six person ladder, six pack challenge, you know, they always have one of those for one of the mid car titles. He probably could fit well into that, have a few fire spots where it looks like he's about to win and probably not win. I think if he would have been able to keep his momentum and keep going, he'd been fine. But because it does seem like they are trying to keep the content lower, but the quality higher on the shows, I don't see them trying to like microwave a feud to give him like a, a one-on-one match with such short time, especially because like he is a type of talent where like you can kind of reheat Keith Lee whenever you kind of need to. Like he just is that kind of like you see him wrestle one good match. You're like, oh yeah, Keith Lee's back. I don't, I forget anything that ever happened before that. Um, so I can see him with a match where it'd be like him, Ricochet, Riddle, maybe like one of the um, Lucha House Party for some spice, like or something like that. And I think he'll be in that match, have a good spot where he like catches Ricochet and like power bomb him or something. And then ultimately someone else gets pinned. I think that's realistically what I see for people. So, yeah, and I'm going to build off of that. Um, yes, that's how he should return. I think going forward from there, because everybody realizes he's such championship material, not only being the fans, you can tell, like, there's, sometimes management is really bad at hiding who they really fucking yeah. like or whatever. Like, they're really bad at hiding or whatever. Like, I, I I, was very skeptical because she's a black woman, and I was like, nah, there's no way. But I was like, damn, they really fucking like Bianca. Like, I was like, they really like her. And then, like, Keith Lee's another one. I think because, 
and you also said something really good too, is that you can reheat him at any time. Also for that reason, and because you don't really need him in a feud, something I thought about was like, what if you have him as a threat to just all mid-card championships? Like, what if he's just like, you know, I'll come get that US title if I want it or whatever. Like, let, let's take him off the brands or whatever and let's just make him just like a threat in general or whatever. Like, he might go back to NXT one day or whatever and just walk by somebody with the, the North American and be like, word, or whatever. Like, just, just make him a threat to people in certain ways or whatever. And so that, like, you just get both the crowd and like all and on tv champions scared of like okay maybe keith lee is going to take my championship and then from there like we'll pick somebody or whatever because honestly we're at the point now where we're just going to have to let time pick who's his next like feud or whatever he's going to get into next you can't put him anything now yeah, yeah. no that's that was a re really great points both of you made like you know when it was at the when it was mania last year and they had to pivot to the pc and there was no thunderdome like remember they gave us that alistair black bobby lashley match that had yep. no heat heat whatsoever yep. it was like they kind of wanted to fill the card and put fan favorites there they don't have to do that this year they've had a year to build different things there's a lot of storylines going into this you know there's a lot of things that are already established so they don't need to just make shift something that would probably be a good match but not something that we would necessarily be engaged in so like, I wouldn't hate it if Keith Lee wasn't on the card. I think he should be on the card if things were ideal and he didn't have to be pulled from the chamber. Like, he would absolutely be either in the U.S. title picture as a more prominent figure or even figure into Drew Bobby, which seems like the plan. But, yeah, I don't think you need to force anything with Keith Lee either. And I, I like what you said, Chan, too, like about reheating him. He's People love him, and, and yeah. he's, he's, he's great in ring. So, like – you can wait till after mania. You can have him pull up on drew or Bobby, whoever wins. Like, all right, yep. it's my time. Like drew, like, yeah, you gave me that title match. You beat me, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to see you again. Or Bobby, me and you had that one match that, that ended in a, ended in a DQ or count out, whatever it was, but like, we didn't really get to run it the way we should. So, so let's run it black on black WWE title. That, that would be super fire. So yeah. Yeah. I'd watch now, Keith Lee wrestle a wolf. Like I'll watch Keith Lee wrestle anybody or anything. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, duh, absolutely. Um, I feel bad for the wolf. I was just about to say that. <laughs> um, another person whose plans are kind of up in the air, very uncertain, AJ Styles. <clears throat> now, AJ Styles has, he's always in, he finds his way into very relevant pictures. Like, you know, he had the, the Drew match at TLC that Miz came into. He was in the Elimination Chamber. He uh, It was him and Drew, uh, the, the last two in, in the chamber. And Drew, you know, did that, did that, that Claymore kick when, when Styles was in the air? Like, More Claymore. Look, man, look. <laughs> like, I, I, we've said a lot, you got to put respect on Drew's name, but we, like, it's it's beyond respect. Like, crown him king. Like, yeah. That like there's no more King Corbin. Like Drew should, should be King Drew. Like that, that's really what it should be. He's not Drew McIntyre anymore. He's King Drew because he has not missed. He absolutely nope. has not missed. But AJ Styles, they put uh, almost next to him. He's been next to him for what like six, seven months now, and you know almost has, has helped him out. He's talked. He's came out in in his drip. But like we haven't really seen the full evolution of almost and kind of what the direction there is because when he was first put next to him, everyone was like, oh. They're trying to put him next to a big face, you know, the, the uh, big heel rather. They're trying to kind of put him over, get people more invested in almost. I don't know how invested people are in almost. So I'm really interested to see what the plan is for AJ Styles. What would you guys do with AJ Styles leading up to Mania? This is tough because 
I feel I feel similarly about AJ Styles that that um that I did with like Keith Lee. It's like for here's one out the way. AJ Styles and almost chemistry. That shit is fire. Like, I'm sorry. They, these niggas are hilarious to me. They're so fucking funny to me. I don't know why. But it's just like, I think, I think the added level of like knowing some of what things that AJ Styles has said or rumored to have like believed in, and then like comparing him with this tall black dude, and they have like the best chemistry and are really good partners. But that that's really good. But um uh taking him into this season, honestly, I think you kind of like take what he's already been talking about and then like up it a little bit. Like, so he's been, he's been kind of, he's been kind of hinting like, yo, like I'm phenomenal. Not only am I phenomenal, I should like, I deserve these championship opportunities and people aren't better than me and he's beat people. So it's like, okay, I feel like you should like at this point, even if they're just one offs and it doesn't like, it doesn't need to go anywhere. Like, I feel like his character where it is right now it needs to go to that level where you feed his ego a little bit more like give him those championship matches like let people say like you know like yeah no aj Styles is one of the number one contenders and no he doesn't have to do anything for or whatever so that he can go off and like riff on that because eventually you know like with all things like he and almost are going to split so like let it be more because of aj than it is almost even though it's not like almost is like an angel or whatever like let it be like a bad break between two bad guys you know but like we need to feed aj's ego a little bit more i think so that it can like create more distance between him and almost and i think giving him more championship matches or at least like getting him close to that level where he's just not wrestling people to wrestle people or whatever then like will be good because then he can have you can have more stuff to like talk shit about. That's how I feel. Like there's not really much you can do. I th- so I have like three levels of this. So regular brain. Uh, I think you, you, you book a program with him and I think health permitting Samoa Joe. I think mm-hmm. that'd be a little cute story. You have like Joe say something slick to him during a match, like on commentary and then almost gets in Joe's face. And then AJ like stops and like wonder what the fuck is going on. AJ loses the match. And that's kind of starts a beef of like, Samoa Joe versus AJ. They Joe's like, I really don't want to have to go back to do this. Like Samoa's like, I kind of hurt, but like you keep disrespecting me, da da da. And then eventually, almost AJ attacks Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe wrestles. That's regular brain. Galaxy brain. <laughs> you have him face Finn Balor. You say like, I never, I ain't never Ooh. been in NXT. I ain't never really been in NXT champion for real. Like I'm AJ Styles. This only thing I ain't done. Everything I said I did, I do. And you have him face Finn. They had the banger at TLC that we talked about. But then I obviously like with the I don't know how they're doing NXT and stuff, so I don't know what would happen with that. Like with the timing there's between a takeover, the two. Ends. There's a takeover April April eighth, I think. So like okay. so so I, there shouldn't be any NXT matches on Mania this year, right? It's, it's looking okay. like. So that's the second level. That's like higher learning, like like mind branches. You have him like just somehow like hey like you owe me this shit, and like I I want that title. I'm gonna come down and get it. The like real galaxy brain is Triple Third H. Eye. And that's Ooh. what I've seen like on like the Instagram Explore page. That's what the rumors are saying is I that like you need it. And like the only issue I see with that is because he just faced Undertaker, but I still feel like this will be an actual match. And I that like to give him the legend spot twice, like celebrity legend spot twice, is that you haven't faced Triple H. I don't know how what that storyline is exactly. Can't like wait, but he, dude. he almost that's what I would do. No, wait, dude. So okay, what I was just saying about his ego needing to be fed more, that works with um with uh with uh that triple h thing because where we last saw triple h is he was a person who 
um like he's playing like the good guy version i always like i like triple h because he's either bad guy triple h or good guy triple h you know you never really fucking know until the end of the match because he might right. do some bad guy shit while he's playing the good guy role so i was like what yeah. but um but right now he's like good guy triple h he was saying like i'm like i gotta put you down like undertaker but like more of a respect thing like you know like you we made this pack me and sean so like you know like he they did that like way back in the day or whatever in triple h with nxt and all the stuff that he's been like doing with people or whatever it's clear like he's just like like he's grown into this like I'm going to be a fathering, nurturing type role. He's right. trying to see people win, blah, blah, blah. Good guy stuff. Whatever, all the right? pictures he takes with the NXT people. Like, yeah, some real all the pictures. Like, yeah, it's been like six. <laughs> yeah, literally since that Undertaker thing, like six or however many years ago that was. Like, it's been like damn near a decade of like good guy, nice Triple H, whatever, right? And so what I think is like you have aj get his head pumped up from like more shit maybe give him a title maybe give him randomly like randomly give him like one of these titles or something and like the way he wins it let it be easy so he can be like look i'm so phenomenal like i did this easily like let him say that or whatever and then let triple h like come check him or whatever and then they can have their back for back and forth and they like they're they're gonna have such good fucking promos because they're each gonna be able to find from real life that yeah. they can say in the ring like triple h can be like or whatever like if it wasn't for me you probably would have been stuck still stuck in japan or like <laughs> like you know what i mean like this shit could go stupid <laughs> like you'd be wrestling in an octagon oh bro. my bro <laughs> and then AJ, ring, bro. fam and then aj could maybe say something about like he's not that much younger than triple h but clearly one of us is still in good shape and can wrestle every time and uh, mm. other one like tries to bench press a wrestler one time and, and uh, uh breaks two pecs you know like mm crazy like they can go stupid with it and then there's the threat of almost there or whatever and then you know triple h has a hundred friends so you know like somebody else can just come back in the middle of the match or whatever to like you know neutralize that there's ways you can go with that man like i like that that's a really good idea yeah Yeah, i love that because you know i think when we look at keith lee and aj styles keith lee not being on the mania card it will be disappointing but it's like it's okay he can get next year aj styles since he came to the wwe has been a, a big figure. He's been at every mania. He's only lost. He's lost two of the, he's been in like five manias. He's only lost twice. He lost to Shane and uh, no, he lost to Undertaker and he lost to Chris Jericho. But otherwise, right. like he successfully defeated Shinsuke. He beat Ugh. Randy Orton. Um, yeah. he, he beat Shane McMahon. And well, I guess he's constantly in the title picture or he's in like a feud that you care about. So him right. not being on the mania card would be really, really weird. Um, the only other idea I would have is him being in the multi-man match uh, for the U.S. title with Riddle. I don't really love it. Like, I, I think I think that multi-man match would be cool for, like, Ricochet, like you said, Mustafa Ali. Right, yeah. Um, Damian Priest would be cool in that, even though it's probably going to be Priest and Bunny versus Miz and Morrison. But, like, right. that that match for, for the U.S. title should be a, a lot of the mid-card guys that we care about but aren't in, like, a significant feud or, like, a, a, a top – card type position so it would be really weird for aj styles not to be on this card so i'm interested to see what they end up doing with him because he's he's, he's been booked super strong like like he squashed ricochet in like five minutes he beat jeff hardy last week he's he's been cooking in the ring so they're building him up to something it's just what and if it were triple h like there's what six weeks to mania now so like that that, that's enough time to kind of heat them up and have them promo but triple h's programs usually start a lot sooner than that yeah. so it's like mm, would they but then again like you know with with it being a, another pandemic mania even though they're gonna have people there you want to have triple you, like you want to have that big box office 
appeal in a Triple H AJ Styles match. Like even if it may not be the greatest match, that, that that's still something people are going to care about and watch. So yeah, it, it'll be really really weird if AJ doesn't make it on the card. Like I, th- I think he's going to be there in some way. It's just what are they going to do? Um, yeah, real quick because Ricochet got mentioned. He's on the Cedric path. He's mm. on the Cedric path. Like it, like where where it's just like, man, when the fuck are they gonna do something with Cedric? Like, look at if you look at Ricochet for the past month, like they've been putting him in that they put him in that bullshit retribution shit for a little bit or whatever. But if you look at the last like few times, look at how he's wrestling, how he's come out, look at that nigga face. Like you could tell he's backstage saying, like, yo, like make something happen. Come on, <laughs> like come on. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's yeah. ready. Um, but it's it's definitely special for us to bring the show back during March Women's History Month. Um, and with that, our our rewrite set segment is dedicated to who I think is one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time, the lovely Asuka. And we're gonna let Chan lead us into this segment. What you got for us, brother? So Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka. Um, sneakily one of the, maybe not sneakily, like one of the most highly decorated women in like WWE history. Like she's basically, even at this point in her like five-year run has done everything. Money in the Bank winner, World Rumble winner, run both brands titles, run the tag titles, is one like performer of the year, all that stuff. Um, she's done so much star career. She's one of my favorites, love her entrance, even like Miss, No Miss, loved her tagging with Kari Sane, everything like that. Um, so I'm sure most of you know Oscar, but just quick rundown. She debuted 2015. Um, in NXT, she's actually the first Japanese wrestler WWE has signed since 1994. Um, so that was kind of like a big deal within itself. Um, soon thereafter, in April, she wins the um, NXT Women's Championship over Bayley. Um, there was stuff that came out, like, as most people know, during that super long run um, where she was her undefeated streak lasted for 510 days. That was her longest reign champion. Longest reign for, like, any women's championship run, period. Um, and then at that point, I had, like, passed Goldberg with, like, one of the longer reigns in WWE history. Um, during that reign, like, um, it's, like, a lot of people wrote about it, but, like, we read some articles. And, like, Vince said he's thinking about bringing her up because she was so hot and, like, the women maybe need some juice. But Triple H said, like, no, she's, like, the anchor of NXT. Like, we have to keep her down here. Like, she, like, can't lose. And during that time, she had lost – I believe it was, like, she had lost a tag match, but, like, the other person had been pinned. And then she'd lost, I think, by disqualification or something. But she hadn't been pinned, hadn't been submitted in any matches, even throughout that whole reign. Um, so eventually in August of 2017, she has to relinquish her championship. She had defeated Ember Moon in a match the night before, but she broke her collarbone during said match. And so she relinquishes her title. At that point, as people also know, that's when it's like highly rumored she's going to go up to the main roster. Like that's kind of a, obviously it's sad she got hurt, but it was kind of a smooth transition of like this person kind of stays strong. It's outside their control. Um, her first match on the main roster was October 2017 at TLC. Then in November of 2017, um, she is the sole survivor for Team Raw, eliminating both Natalia and Tamina. Um, so you see, like, she's having strong matches. Like, she's still being booked as very strong. One thing I will say from that time, and a lot of people comment on it, it she wasn't squashing people the way she was in NXT. Like, her matches would take a little bit of time, but she would always win. Um, so that was something to keep in mind. That she was always kind of looking strong. Um, in 2018, August, I mean, January 2018, that's the first Women's Royal Rumble. Asuka is the winner um, of said Royal Rumble. Um, she eliminated Nikki Bella. So still super hot. A lot of people thought Nikki Bella was going to win. Like, if you look at the odds of time, she was favored to win. It was the first Women's Royal Rumble. They wanted to bring back a lot of people. This is also around the time they were doing um, Evolution, the all-women's pay-per-view. So, like, it was kind of a big time for women's wrestling. Nikki Bella is kind of this stalwart, like, kind of of the divas and women's revolution. Besides, you know, the four horsemen, she's kind of one of those other faces up there with, like, Paige and stuff. And so 
it was kind of a nice contrast of like this woman who's done this other decorated stuff in other parts of the country and then Nikki Bella, she wins. Um, side note, during this match, like the run-up between Royal Rumble and Mania, she wins um, the Mixed Match Challenge with Miz. So even like off TV, on the internet, Facebook, she's still getting wins. People are still liking her. That was on, like Facebook watch. So like she's still getting heat from that too. So I was just really getting built up as like this kind of superstar, even though she doesn't really speak very good English at the time. Like she still like has a lot of personality when she wrestles. People love the entrance, the dance, the robes, everything. Super high. Um, kind of where we hit a snag in this beautiful journey is WrestleMania <laughs> 34. Um, so Charlotte Flair at Elimination Chamber defeats Riot, as you expect. Asuka comes out and challenges her at WrestleMania. Now, this is obviously everyone knows it's going to be a great match. Two great workers, two of the stalwarts of women's wrestling. Can't wait. But again, as I've said at this point, Asuka still not lost a match. Um, up until WrestleMania, her streak was 914 days without being pinned or submitted. So that's like the longest streak ever. Um, so we get to WrestleMania 34. And this is where we hit the first nag in our story. Side note, and I know this is like, I love a sidebar, but like this card, while not as crazy as Elimination Chamber, it is very up and down. Like WrestleMania 34 is, mind you, five hours long, five hours and 14 minutes long. And this is when it was still one night. So you, this is from seven to midnight, all wrestling matches. Um, this is um, a lot to happen. So Matt Hardy wins the uh, Battle Royale. That's where Corbin returns. That was, you know, whatever what it was. Cedric Alexander defeated Mustafa Ali. Cruiserweight tournament, great match. Naomi versus Bailey in a 21 to Royal Rumble, whatever. Seth Rollins defeated The Miz and Finn Balor, fine. And then we great get match. to Charlotte and Asuka. So Charlotte is champion. 13-minute match, great match, some good, great spots. But in a surprise to myself, I would say, and I think a lot of people, Me Charlotte too. ends up submitting Asuka clean. Like no chicanery, no Ric Flair running, nothing. Asuka clean. After that match, one of my personal favorite match, Jinder Mahal defeats Randy Orton by Bruce Rusev for the U.S. title, <laughs> the modern day Maharaja. The modern day. Gets his WrestleMania win. Oh, my God. One of my favorite. But this is also the card that has, like, Brock Lesnar defeating Roman Reigns and, like, what was one of the strangest matches I've ever seen. That had the Braun Strowman and Nicholas match. It was just a lot going on oh that day. Oh, my fucking God. Ronda Rousey's Damn. debut was that day. Bludgeon Brothers won that day. It was it was just a lot so real real quick i just want to say a little tidbit i i almost hated i almost hated us all for having to do the oscar bit and it's particularly this time just because i had to see the nicholas thing again that i was just (sighs) yeah bro i i actually i got back from spain that day i was like oh manias today i'm hype i'm going home i'm gonna watch it that i was on my couch like Yo, they open with the Seth Finn Miz match. I'm like, yo, is this fire? And then it just goes downhill. It goes up a little bit. Yeah, downhill. downhill. Like, yo, what is this mania? Like, What's going what on? is going on here? Damn, there were 14 matches. There were 14 matches. 14. 14 matches. The AJ Styles <laughs> match was 20 minutes long and ended in a low blow. I think that's like that's really a good summation <laughs> of the card. Match was 20 minutes long and landed in a low blow. This is the Royal Rumble winner. <laughs> ended in a low blow match. But anyway, um, my question was to you kind of the group was how would you kind of rewrite that kind of run up? Who would you ever face? Um, also keep in mind for context, that next WrestleMania is WrestleMania 35, where she also gets screwed over right before WrestleMania and loses mm. to Charlotte. So Charlotte can face Ronda and then paralleling it to now, where I feel like that's going to happen again, where if 
what I was reading on like some of the like dirt sheets and stuff is that if Lacey Evans wasn't pregnant, didn't get pregnant, they would have got Oscar right up out of here. Yeah, they oh, yeah. got her right up yeah. out of here for Charlotte. She was gonna lose yeah. the title at Elimination Chamber. She 100 yeah. percent was. And yep. so absolutely insane. Like, yep. And just to get into my general feelings on Oscar before we get into the rewrite, like, bro, timing has never been on her side. Like, nope. she's such an incredible performer. Everyone loves her. But it's like Charlotte was like the, the the woman at that time. So it like they went with Charlotte, which I was so disappointed by. And then if you look at, you know, more recently, um, well, like you said, th- WrestleMania 35, when she won the SmackDown Women's title due to Ronda interference at TLC, she holds it only to lose it to Charlotte. And then and then they do the whole Becky thing. And it was Becky's time. I understand that. But it's like and then if you look even like this past summer. She, yep. she wins money in the bank. She gets a title for uh, Becky had to leave. She only got the title because Becky had to leave. Like, like I don't, I, I don't think Oscar was going to beat Becky in a match for that title. Like Becky was probably going <laughs> to hold it till SummerSlam and face Shayna Baszler. But then right when Oscar gets a title, it's Sasha Banks and Bailey's time. And, and, and they're doing the whole two woman power trip. So they end up getting it off Oscar in a crappy way. It's like, you know, timing has never been on her side and it's so, so awful. So to get into our rewrite here, like I'm, I'm okay with her facing Charlotte. Like it would have been great to see Alexa Bliss get squashed at Mania by Oscar. But you remember Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss had, had their story, which was actually a good story. I know how people feel about Nia, but like the the the, the Alexa Bliss Nia thing was pretty good, and and it, it was nice to see Nia have that WrestleMania moment where she beat Bliss for the title. Uh, she didn't hold it very long. Bliss ended up winning it back from her, cashing in during her match with uh, Ronda. But like that that was a cool story. So I'm I'm happy with them going the oscar charlotte route having oscar win would have been cool but then you also have to remember carmella was holding the money in the bank briefcase for almost a year at that point carmella needed to cash that in and management was big on carmella at that time i don't know why like it, it was her and james ellsworth rolling, running around oh doing my. nonsense but it was oh like carmella God. Carmella had to cash that in and and the briefcase that that was when raw and smackdown were still pretty split so carmella would have had to cash in on whoever the SmackDown Women's Champion was. And so if Asuka would have won at Mania only to be cashed in on by Carmella, like imagine Asuka pulls up on SmackDown, you know, she gets beat up by the Iconics rather than Charlotte and then Carmella cashes in. They've been like, yo, why'd you even have her win at Mania if you were gonna do this and, and put Carmella over? Like, what? So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with them going Asuka, Charlotte Flair. I would have liked to see Asuka win, but there's the whole Carmella aspect of it that would have been like, are they going to have Carmella ca- having Carmella cash in and lose would have been fired. Just like what they did to Corbin when Corbin tried to <laughs> yeah, cash in on gender. Like yeah. that would have been great, but that didn't look like what the program was like. They, they really loved Carmella at the time. So it, this is, this is one of the toughest rewrites we probably ever, ever had to do. Uh, Like, so I'll go first. Cause my rewrite is boring. Um, I like, I, obviously Oscar is great. I just want to say, a few things i feel like vince in a way kind of punishes japan new japan wrestlers particularly and wrestlers that come from japan like if you're japanese or you come from new japan he's gonna find a way to punish you or whatever and i feel like asuka's spot is like that of aj's without any of the prestige it's like she's there to always make matches great and like she can carry stuff or whatever but you never give her shit so it's like and and it's not that she needs championships or whatever it's just that she needs to be seriously seen there are times where i've seen i'm seeing oscar on oscar on tv as soon as she comes out and entrance music i'm just like fuck okay what do they got you doing this time man come on like oh my gosh because it's just like she's not blonde and white so it's not it's not gonna go great for her so um but yeah uh 
to, to uh, another thing you said, like at that time, um, what makes it difficult to to rewrite this is uh, guys, anybody listening, uh, when I say guys, I mean, uh, girls, guys and MBs too. Um, if you're listening right now, uh, just Google uh, WWE roster, roster. 2018. Oh my, my nigga. Listen, <laughs> look, I, I, I actually meant to say that that SmackDown woman's roster was terrible. Like if it was, oh my God. If, if it was Oscar Bliss, who was Charlotte going to face? She just beat Ruby Riot at Fastlane. You, Liv Morgan wasn't ready at that time. You're not going to have We're to at Sarah Italian. Logan. We're looking at yeah. Italian Dana Brooke. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, they were so starving. Is, so that, that's my re- – like, that and my love for Oscar is the reason for my rewrite or whatever. I can't, like – my the you know when like sometimes you see somebody in a certain light there's certain things you can't imagine or whatever like it just blocks your creativity about what you can think about them this is for that for me with oscar whatever i was like you know what all right this is the way i want to go about it all right so she wins the royal rumble or whatever right then nia Jax attacks her or whatever because she wants you know oscar's uh wrestlemania spot or whatever i thought about that and i was like yo free keep going like we need that like and i thought about it, i was like what what would have been great uh, especially for Oscar, who he like can't speak that well, it would have made it more amazing because her I feel like her personality would have shown more. Like she she knows that she can't speak English that well, and she uses her per- personality to get over it. So like, it would have been great for her to come out every week, and or like at least at the outset and been like basically been like, listen, Naya wanted to challenge me for my spot or whatever. I beat her ass twice or whatever, right? <laughs> or whatever. So now that I'm thinking about it, if any of you niggas out there want my spot or whatever, come and face me for it. And what she does is every week she has somebody come out and challenges her for her WrestleMania spot. Because then at that point, what we could do is like get her to still face uh, Charlotte or whatever. But maybe we like give her a little bit of heel edge by like showing how her ego is a little bit bumped up. So we don't feel as bad when she loses clean at WrestleMania because like some people are like, well, you weren't humble. Like, you know how like certain people get about not being humble. Don't me. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, like maybe you can do that or whatever. And that way you take an uninteresting, an un- uninteresting uh, roster. And then you have an interesting thing happen with this interesting person leading all the way up to WrestleMania. So like, even though we didn't get what we went out of WrestleMania, at least everything leading up to it was good. <laughs> that's the, that's, that's what I was thinking. The yeah. Oscar open challenge is fire. That's fine. Yeah. Cause that would have given, you know, like there are certain WrestleMania storylines where the journey is better than the moment. Exactly. Or, or, or the journey and the moment are cool. Like Kofi's journey and his moment, fire. Facts. Yep. Daniel Bryan's journey and moment, fire. Becky Lynch's journey and moment, even if the, the, there were some snags along the way, fire. Seth's journey and moment, fire. So with Asuka, it's like, even if she didn't get the moment, the journey with that, that open challenge idea is incredible. Like that, that would have been yeah. really cool. And you could have brought up some NXT people. You could have brought some Fe- from, yes. from SmackDown to pull up. Like you could have really seen and given light to other superstars to then build up these divisions. So if she, whether she wins or loses, she might end up in a feud with uh with Ember Moon, who came up. That's exactly right after WrestleMania. Yeah, that's you know exactly where. That's exactly that is the exact way I was gonna go with it. I'm like basically like because of her open challenge, everybody else gets to have a more interesting thing uh thing going in in WWE, and it's not just for that week. You can have people who had maybe little problems with each other that we didn't give a fuck about come up and mess up up their uh match with oscar and now that mm. feud has some fuel like you know what i mean like this she would have been the engine to driving so many other things or whatever that even if she did lose at wrestlemania by the time we come out of wrestlemania those weeks after or whatever both shows we still got some good stories so that's that's how i was thinking and honestly 
you can do that shit right now. <laughs> like you can still do that shit. Cause like, there are some people like Natalia doesn't really have anything to do. Like to me, they don't, they don't really have anything to do. Uh, the riot squad don't really have anything to do, even though I saw that they went back and up their game and like, they out here wrestling, wrestling. Now I see that shit. Like there's certain people who don't really have anything to do. So like after Oscar come back with the tooth, like the chip tooth or whatever, put a chip on her shoulder. Oh, that would be fire. Right. Oh, 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 you, you, Come you on, really a rapper. All right. you really a rapper. But yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's it right there. I'm just really impressed, or going, I'm going to be impressed two years from now when they use this storyline when Walter wins the Royal Rumble, and it's Walter like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna like just win the title. I'm gonna bring back like distinguishedness to wrestling, and like you guys can come at me if you want. And watching Walter just chop through half the roster, I oh, think I fire. Fucking wait. Um, that nigga chops like I, when that nigga chops, I go, Oh, I'm never trying wrestling. Like every other time, I'm like, No, nah, I want to try this shit. Then I see him chop somebody. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um, yeah, but in terms of Mari Wright, I thought the same thing you two thought. Like the first thing you notice is when you look at the roster, super thin. Like, Starving. I don't know who she's in wrestling. And so I go back and I think, and also another thing that I like had forgotten about was like, this is also a time of like um, single branded pay per views. So before Mania, they have Elimination Chamber, which is all Raw, and then Fastlane, right. which is all SmackDown. Yes. And so that also kind of hurts you, too, because you don't have, like, two rest, two pay-per-views to build up a few. And so my thought process was basically, like, one of these women's matches is going to have to be a celebrity match. And so in my mind, what they do is you take Nikki Bella, who is second in the Royal Rumble. You have, you have on the Raw side, Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss break up earlier. You have, instead of Mickey James in Elimination Chamber, you have Nia Jax taking her spot. You have Nia Jax win the first woman's Elimination Chamber. I think what you do in that point is that you keep her from staying in that, like, where she's getting now almost like Braun Strowman-ish territory where it's like she's big and she wins until it's time to win and then she always loses. I think by Elimination Chamber, you build her up and have her, like, low-key like they did in on the Braun side where Braun eliminated everyone, have her really, like, run through the Elimination Chamber. Like, just win very cleanly. And then you have Asuka challenge Nia Jax, who's then who's thus been built up in the elimination chamber. And I think um, what you also do before that is that you make them both look strong. Is because now Nia Jax has been built up as this monster, unstoppable heel. Asuka being able to come in and then stop her makes Asuka look even bigger because Asuka still has not lost, but now she's taking on this big like kind of what world beater like one of a woman. Then on the SmackDown side at Fastlane, you keep the Ruby Ride thing. That was cute, whatever. Give Ruby the shine. I like her finisher. That ride kick's kind of hard. You have her face Nikki Bella. And you can have Nikki Bella like lose when I really don't care. Cause like I said, Carmella has the briefcase. She's going to catch in regardless. But I think you have Nikki Bella face Charlotte. And I think you just kind of have the whole mainstream thing of like, you have this old family of wrestling, the Flares versus basically this new family with like her and. I don't even remember if she's the one with John Cena and Daniel Bryan, but whatever she's with at the time, they would do that too. Um, and so I think that's that's kind of what you have to do. Is I think you keep Charlotte and Asuka separate. That's the only way, like, the only way Asuka is done right is when she's just far away from, like, someone that Vince likes. Like, you that's right. the only way to keep uh, her you safe. Right. It's just yeah. to keep her away from, like, one of the four horsewomen. That's the only way. And so yeah. you basically just keep them separate and then kind of just plotting it out. You can have, like... Alexa Bliss have her rematch. You still get like Os- you can have Oscar versus like Nikki James or some shit to keep it cute. And then eventually at that SummerSlam this year, instead of Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey, you have Oscar versus Ronda Rousey. And then you've thus built Ronda Rousey even stronger because now Ronda Rousey, like Alexa Bliss, you-, you knew she wasn't giving Ronda no problems for real. Like everyone, no one was like 
worried about Ronda losing that match. But if you have her lose to Asuka and have Asuka's first loss be to a legitimate badass like Ronda Rousey, I think you keep them both relatively strong going into your Becky Lynch program, which would be that next mania. That's perfect. I yeah, like that. Because because Ronda and Asuka never had a match during Ronda's time, right? Nope. That would be fire. Because they thought very fire. As soon they as you said it, it I needed it. Her in 34, but like, they, I mean, this was like kayfabe, but Charlotte was like, oh, she has to pay her dues. That's why she got the credit angle match. They're like, she they didn't, they, people didn't think she could wrestle for real, for real. And so by the time she was hot, they, like I said, she was, Ronda was too close to Charlotte and Becky and Oscar was not getting nowhere near that. So no, they never, they never got to it. So I think having two real like fighters like that, I think that's a dope SummerSlam. Mm, I, love I think that. that's your match. That's how you do it. And I think right. what the bigger thing we saw is that like, Part of like, it's crazy that Asuka got fucked over so hard, given the fact of how weak the roster was. Like, this is also when the the reason that Charlotte lost the title is because the Iconics debuted. Like that was what happened. They jumped her. Billy Kay and Peyton Royce jumped Charlotte Flair. Like that's how Finn. Not even Tamina. Not even like Shayna. We're getting jumped by the Iconics. Yeah, and then like and beat down to the point where I can't defend my title. And then from there, you see Carmella defeated Asuka twice, and and she yeah. beat Charlotte Flair twice. Like, it, what what world were we living in in 2018 <laughs> where this was happening? It was absolutely insane. Like they were really invested in that you Carmella push. Got to remember, you got to remember that a lot of the people who are writing, you know, they make a good enough money so they live in the suburbs and there was an opioid <laughs> crisis around this oh time. God. So it might oh have been God. the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it might, listen, whenever you see some shit go so crazy that you can't explain it, it's like you either thinking that person mentally like everything's not really working right or it's drugs. Like, I don't know, man. It might have been the drugs. You never know. Seems like them niggas clean now. I don't know what's going on. They was in that writer's room off that za. They was off the za za. Yeah, I mean, look at it. COVID cut them off from their plug. Then these niggas been cooking ever since. Like, I don't know what they... (laughs) Third eyes open. It's just like, you look at the rosters and stuff. You just like, it's so funny how like the roster can ebb and flow. Like when we're doing these rewrites, that's like one of the things that's so interesting is like, there's really some peaks and valleys. And like part of the whole like distinction of like eras is like when those valleys become peaks. Is that like, oh, this is the new era because we actually have enough people to have an era. Like, like just there wasn't an era because there wasn't enough good people. Like, Seamus is not part of an era because he's, if Seamus has <laughs> yeah. to be champion, you're not in an era. You're Whoa, just like, shit. it's nasty. It's nasty. It's so nasty. Like, 2015, Seamus only got the yeah. title because Seth was hurt and, and they had to give Roman some uh, something to overcome. So, Seamus jo- yeah. joins Triple H and then makes the League of Nations. But otherwise, Seamus wasn't about to get that title. Get out of here. Money in the Bank winner. Like, cool, yeah. sure. You got the Money in the Bank briefcase. And at the time, there's only one world title because they combined the WWE and world heavyweight title. Right. But if if Seth was there, like I mean, maybe Sheamus would have cashed in on Seth, which would have actually been cool, and like that could have you know jump started the whole Seth Triple H thing. But it was rumored it was supposed to be Roman beating Seth for, for the title. Right. So like Sheamus wasn't going to get that, like a- absolutely not. But 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 your point about the the peaks and valleys is very valid because as we said, WrestleMania 35 and it was Becky. Ronda and Charlotte like it was supposed to be Oscar versus Fire and Desire and you know the Smackdown roster was strong at that time like Fire and Desire was really heating up at that time people were invested mm-hmm. in, in Mandy invested in Sonya like them versus Oscar whether it was a triple threat or a handicap match for the title like that would have been really cool but they had to make that Becky match you know as big as it was and Oscar just kind of fell by the wayside but 
yeah, man, like <laughs> timing has just never been on her side. It's, it's really the craziest thing. Like it's, and it's crazy how her and Shinsuke's careers in WWE really parallel. Like they both right. came yeah. in, they both got the NXT titles. They both went to the main roster, won the world. Same rubble. Same year. Lost at, same at, at the mania. Lost at the same mania. <laughs> same. And, yep. Like Asuka's gotten her world titles since then. Shinsuke hasn't been within like he lost to AJ like three times. Then they both um, get and they both got put in tag teams. Though at first he was just like, sure they're in a tag team now. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Cesaro. Like, Sure. Yeah, I guess. like, <laughs> like well, well, if you remember Shinsuke's first tag team, oh, he was, was that put Sammy into Zane was, and Rusev or something? No, nah, it was it was Shinsuke and Rusev. Rusev, that's Sh- Shinsuke oh, and Rusev yeah. were a tag team for a period of time. Because niggas you know, thought they was going to do the what's the name again, but like with a few different people. League of Nations with yeah. different people. Yeah. yeah, it's it's nasty. Like I and I'm I'm glad Oscar's had you know the run with the royal title that she's had, even though she really hasn't had any good opponents. Like like no. look at who she's faced. This is Zelina Vega. Um, she uh, who 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 she hasn't really defended that title much either. But there's no challengers on Raw. Like, yes, Naomi's there. Rhea Ripley's supposed to come up, but they're not putting them in those positions. Like, and you know what's fucked up, bro? You know what's fucked up is if Oscar still got that championship with Rhea Ripley coming. We know it's coming. Oh yeah, yeah. You already know it's coming, my nigga. Yeah. Like, if for some reason Charlotte don't get it and she get another feud or whatever, and there's nobody there, and Rhea Ripley comes. You already know what's happening. Punk Charlotte's gonna... taking that. Punk Charlotte taking that, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Rhea's gonna have that title by SummerSlam 2021. She's absolutely gonna question. have it. By so she, she's probably gonna get the, the Ronda push. Like I, I think she's gonna end up in a Mania match. I don't know who she's gonna face, but she's probably gonna cook them, and then they're gonna push her towards the Raw Women's Title if Oscar's still holding it. Unless Charlotte beats her again, I think Oscar deserves to get her win back from Charlotte. You know, at Mania, but. Man, you you never know. Like Charlotte is 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 the women's division's darling. Like she she gets what she wants. She's never too far from that title. They're trying to get her to sixteen. So even if Charlotte has a short reign with it and Rhea beats Charlotte, which would be cool because Rhea and Charlotte ran it last year. So like it would be cool for Rhea to get her win back and win the title from her. But it, it's not looking good for Asuka, and it's it's never really looked good for her. And like she was holding it down during the pandemic. Like she was her yeah. Bailey and, and Sasha were holding it down for that division. But even but, uh, still, it hasn't been a like, great reign for Oscar. Bailey has come in and uh, like bit like real real aside. Bailey has come in and it's like this is an example of like what Oscar has done too. Is like taking shit and turning it to gold or whatever. There's like, look, Bailey, you're gonna be a heel now, and we want you to be kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So like they had the whole thing with like Sasha, and that was cool, whatever. Afterward, you was really like. Well, the way this ended, you don't where the fuck is the future? And then here she comes with her, like basically, she's basically just being like Ellen, but all the rumors about Ellen on TV. <laughs> like it's beautiful. <laughs> like, Bro, uh, I'm reading, I'm like looking at it. She's only defending the title against Selena in one and then Lana, but that match was stopped because Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler interfered. And that's her only two title offenses. And if she's you tell had it since SummerSlam, right? This is yeah. so fucking disrespectful. Since SummerSlam, yeah. I am going to write a letter. That's the only. That's the only two times I can find her. One and a half times, she, and then she's competed for like the tag titles twice. That she's been yeah. always in doing that. That's and no offense, them tag title matches was way. I don't remember. I don't remember either of those two matches because Lana was. In. I do remember the tag matches though, but like. Yeah. They had some good matches against uh, Shayna and Nia. Like, like the, the one where they won it at TLC was a pretty good match. And then when they lost it the, in the kickoff or Rumble, like, they were good matches. It's just like, she's the Raw Women's Champion. She should be defending this, but who is she going to defend it against? 
why there's talents here that can be used. Naomi, um, as, as we've said so many times, and you know, I, I have a personal affinity for Naomi. So I would love to see her in that picture. And like, I don't want to see her next to Lana in a tag team. I, no one wants to see that. No, nope, no right. one wants to see that. When she came, when she did her entrance uh, this past week or whatever, and she came out, I was like, wow, she's like with the jacket and everything. I'm like, oh, she really saucy. And then I look and I'm like, why the fuck is that? Why the fuck is Lana right there? Like, I know she's supporting her, but I'm like, can you just, can we let Naomi have a moment just fucking once? That's not, that's not, oh, look at the, look at the cool, uh, I'm like, oh, look at the little uh, Piccanini, like, like not fall out onto the fucking floor in the Royal Rumble or whatever. And then you're five seconds of family, then it's like, go back. Like, no, we're not doing, like, bruh, she comes in, she's, she came, every time she comes back, she has a new set of moves. One, okay, yeah. every fucking time. She's so she came good back this time. Super new set of moves when she was up against Nia Jax in that last match or whatever. I thought she was gonna win that shit the way I was like, yeah, because you're attacking the big person in a smart way, like the like like the little psychological things about how you should wrestle and stuff like that. She ups those every time, and then I'm just like, I like she sells well. I'm like, I'm sorry, what do you want? Like she can talk. I don't. What do you want her to do that she's not doing that you keep giving people like Lana and Carmella these opportunities to do? Like I'm so confused. What is it, bro? Like. <laughs> Like, I know what it is, but what is yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make no sense. But, uh, damn, we might have to do a Naomi episode for with Women's History Month in mind for real. Because yeah. that, that, that 2017, you know, where she won it, then she got hurt, and then she won it back at Mania, and then she ended up losing to Natalia at SummerSlam. Like, <sighs> just, just disgusting. But uh, to wrap up, Asuka is one, one of the GOATs, one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time. You know, there, there's the four horsewomen, but you got to include Asuka in that conversation. Hopefully timing is on her side moving forward. It's not looking great, but we are going to be optimistic in the Empress of Tomorrow. You know, the, the, the tag title reigns have been cool, but she don't need that no more. Like she, she's a nope. woman's Grand Slam champion. She's a woman's Triple Crown champion. We, we, we don't need that no more, Un unless it's storyline based, Un unless it's building towards something bigger where she can actually prevail for once. And, and it be a clean prevail, not just uh, her getting it because Becky had to leave or her getting it because of a Ronda interference or her getting it to build toward a Bailey Sasha breakup. Like, how about Asuka just look strong and win it clean? Like, that that would be really cool to me. Wait, I got one. Um, Becky, you just said, I just thought about it. So, like, Becky would be like, like, let's have... Let's have Becky and Seth do a little of what um what's her name and uh and Johnny do in um NXT, um where oh, it's just like husband and wife and they Johnny both way. yeah with they, with they both being like hills yeah and, and shit like that like and he has the vision or whatever and like Becky can like you know she doesn't need to be a part of the same thing but like let's just have them both be assholes or whatever and come back so that way. You can have Becky lose clean, but you know, she her losing clean looks fine because she's a heel, so it's fine. And then Asuka beating her is like legitimate because like Becky, when she went out, she was the fucking man or whatever. So, you know, have her be you no, know, they they can both come out looking okay in that situation, and it would look great for Asuka and it, it'd just be good for her. That would be a good feud too. I think it was just it because she dude, she was about to man, they were really about to have her lose that fucking championship to, to god Lacey Lacey Evans. to a fucking person whose goddamn finishing move is the same thing as big shows with a hand that's 20 times as small i just want to know it's the women's right 
But I also want you to know that there is a hundred percent chance that when Becky returns, she's gonna face Bianca Belair and beat her. That's the hundred percent happening. Oh yeah, damn fuck. She's definitely, definitely coming to SmackDown and definitely in that belt. And Bianca like, could throw her Bianca. little ass across and over the ring too. That's she's a mom now. Thing. She's a mom now, so it's different. It's uh, there. That it's there. She got that mom strength now. And I promise is, you, there is mom strength. That is true. She's disarming the holy hell out oh, of yeah. Bianca. And like I know Becky, I feel like Becky doesn't like this kind of shit, but like it would be a fire match to have like her and Seth versus Bianca and Montez. Like that, like that's like mania level shit. But I feel like Becky doesn't like to be paired with Seth a lot. Like it was kind of weird when yeah. she did that before with Lacey Evans. Yeah. Um, but like he's 100 percent coming to SmackDown. And especially yeah. they, they, oh, they really yeah. forced that. Yeah. The the thing for me is like I know because she's a woman, and I know we're getting to the end of this, but I know because she's a woman, um, and like just like historically and, and then like in the future like what you don't want to do is put a man in a, in a in a woman's story because it's just like you need to let the woman shine on her own or whatever but becky and seth are just so fucking good on the mic and then like bianca and montez they're also like just personality wise you want to see them niggas play taboo i would watch those niggas play taboo like right. that's how much personality wise these they're good and then in the ring it's there too so it's just like of course that bro we're talking about four wrestlers who i'll watch a match if any of them are in it Four of them in the same match, crazy, crazy. That'd be nuts. You get wild spots too, because you would get a spot where like Bianca would like body press Seth, and then like Becky would have like Montez and like some type of like sh- like sharpshooters. I'm like, like I feel like they can all work at such a high rate. You could get some Facts. really dope like intergender spots that wouldn't be like the typical cliche. Like, oh, let's just yeah. like use my finisher on her. Like, and I think because like Montez spots. is so skinny and shit, you could have you could right. even do a bit where like Bianca presses him and throws him into like you know Seth and yes. shit. Like, there's just man, yeah. yeah. And they like you to keep know- couples together too, so she probably will be on SmackDown, like because they just yeah. like to keep couples together. Yeah, you know what else would be fire that I just thought about? Um, if Asuka were to go to SmackDown for some reason, Shinsuke is still there. You put them together, whether like just as friends, like not 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 a couple, but just as friends, and have them face Seth and Becky, and like you know somehow you get the Intercontinental Title on Seth. Becky beats Bianca for the women's title, and then you have like a winner take all, like back in the day when they did Santino yeah. and Beth, Beth Phoenix with the winners take yeah. all against D'Lo Brown and I think Kelly Kelly. That, that that would be super fire. Now it's it's two. It, it's a team of people on the mic who aren't that great. Like Shinsuke is cool on the mic. He like he's better than Oscar, but he's not amazing. But like it's like Cece said, it's personality. His personality yeah. comes through. He's snarky. He has these one liners that are cool. Like that his was just facial really expressions alone do it. Like just the way he twists his face up is just. You know what I just thought about too? I want now. I want to see this. I want to see Oscar and Shinsuke go heel on fucking everybody, and they just help each other I, win matches. I Nick, was gonna yeah. say, like you, you have them be the the jaded, angry, like yo, <sighs> we came into the WWE, we run the, we won the Royal Rumbles, we both lost at Mania, and Seth and Becky a year later both won their world titles at Mania. They were pushed in that certain way. Like we're upset with management, we're upset with our usage rates, we're upset with, you know, not being in, in the title picture or timing not being on our side. Let's just destroy the entire WWE. Let's squash every man and woman and let's let, let's show them what we're really about at the, as these indie New Japan superstars that we are who haven't been able to fully, whoops, Asuka, Asuka shine. Shinsuke hasn't really shined. And, and again, like I say, it, it's crazy. He's one title away from being a Grand Slam champion and people probably forget that. Like people yeah. really forget that. Because he got everything, bro. 
Yeah. So and, and you know it's crazy too. I just thought about like that might be a whole movement that you just set up or whatever. Cause when Becky turned into the man, she was initially supposed to like she was supposed to be disliked. It was supposed to be disliked. It's just that the fans wanted her to win so bad. They was fucking with her like they was fucking with like Stone Cold and shit. Like yeah. that's the, the fans, at least speaking for myself, had the same feeling as Shinsuke and Oscar. If Shinsuke and Oscar are heels, I'm still rooting for him. I don't give a fuck. Absolutely. I'm sorry. <laughs> like that's just how it's gonna go. That's facts. That's facts. But ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for tuning in. First episode back for the rewriters, the men with the pen. We got a great season for y'all. We got guests coming again. Enjoy the new theme song. And we got some heat loading for y'all. So make sure you tune into the A show every Wednesday, the war report every Friday, uh, all of the RNC radio content. We got spot callers. We got the G show, follow RNC cooks, check out the lookout, check out black variant, recut gems, RSPN. We got so much content for y'all. We back happy women's history month to all the women uh, salute to all the women wrestlers doing their things. Uh, we are Team Bianca leading into WrestleMania. And Sasha, you, you better improve the, the, the mic skills because B- B- Bianca's bringing the bars to you. Ooh, <laughs> on that it's like note, when you see an old rapper trying to rap with a new rapper. It's like, oh. nah, man. Nah, it's, 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 it's not it's your time. It's ain't 06, baby. It's ain't 06. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your time. That said, we will see y'all in two weeks.